0: Southeast Radio's morning mix Chat, news and your views It's great to welcome into the studio Michael Smith Good morning to you Michael Good morning, it's a pleasure to be here You're a best-selling author, your book and Tom Crean opened a new chapter in Irish history and it's now on the Irish School Curriculum but before we even go into that you were listening to uh, Brendan Howland the former minister and the Labour Party spokesperson on uh, foreign affairs there
1: and there was references to Boris Johnson you have a very strong view on Boris Johnson have you? Well, I I do. I mean, A, it's a pleasure to be back and and certainly live in the studio. Um, And uh, before I began writing books, I was a political journalist, so I come from um, a a political background. Mm. I have to say that what Boris Johnson is doing to my country makes me ashamed to be British, and I would want the... People of Ireland to realise that not everyone in Britain is like Johnson and his band of liars. They don't tell the truth, and what they're doing—that's the strong North, stuff,
0: Michael. It's, it's true, I'm and afraid. he's not here to defend himself. But <clears throat> <laughs> you he... are a political journalist, so I trust you. Well, why why do you just... think
1: he's not telling the truth? Well, he's he's uh, currently being investigated for for misleading Parliament. Uh, he's had to apologise in the House of Commons on a number of occasions. He was orchestrating parties during lockdown when everybody else couldn't go to the funerals. their uh, parents and children Um, he's a disgraceful man and he's in politics for his own good he's not in politics for for the, the the work of politicians like mr howland was was indicating there. he's in politics for his own good he will say anything to stay in power and if it reminds you of donald trump that's why Right. This is Donald Trump light, if you like, and so I agree with everything Mr. Howland was saying about Brexit. It's been a disaster, and what's happening to my country is shameful. And the right. Northern Ireland Protocol is just the latest chapter. But anyway, you haven't invited me here to be I haven't, a political but d- d- journalist. D- d- I have, before I move on,
0: <laughs> you've certainly given us a good few soundbites this morning. Um, do you do you reckon Johnson will survive, or is he no.
1: gone? No, he's toast. Really. How soon will he it's be? A ma- it's a matter of time. the the uh, The Conservative Party will get rid of him because the one th- the Conservative Party is the longest surviving political party, I think, in the world. Yeah, and they haven't survived this long without being survivors, if you know what I mean. And uh, they uh, once they see that he's a liability and that so many of them will lose their seats. Mm. I mean, we, we had that vote in the House of Commons last week about do they trust him. Yeah, there is. 360 MPs, Tory MPs yeah, of which 160 are on the payroll. They're ministers or junior ministers, whatever. Yeah. So that leaves 200. Of that 200 148, 75% voted against him. What's that space? No. We, we take off your
0: political journalist hat and put on your, your writer hat. Can you tell us why you're in Wexford today, please? We've talked
1: about Tom Crean. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I wrote this book about Tom Crean which became a, a big success and has now been translated into various languages and also, for me, the most satisfying thing is that the story is now on the curriculum so mm. young Irish children are now being taught about a real Irish hero, which I think is smashing. But I'm over here at the moment because at the weekend I'm speaking at the lovely Imrama Festival in Lismore with yeah. people like Billy Keane and Turtle Bunbury and it's it's great to be back live as you said I love the, that uh, you name know, Turtle
0: Bunbury yeah. yeah
1: he's a nice man yes I know him He's uh, and but it, it's, it's always good fun it's a lovely festival and yeah. uh, Lismore is a lovely place um, and uh, I'm one of the speakers and uh, one of the speakers uh, uh, the, uh, Subjects I'm talking about, of course, mainly, yeah. is, I'm talking to children on one day, but on the main e- event, is a story about another Irish hero that people don't know very much about called Francis Crozier. Tell me more. We don't diverge too much because I want to find out more about Tom Crean as
0: well in the school curriculum. But... Uh
1: well Francis Crozier is uh, is uh, a man from the 19th century and he uh, sailed on six expeditions mm. to the uh, to the arctic and the antarctic um d- a dramatic life but it's been brought back to life literally up to date because the Canadian marine archaeologists team have just discovered their ships mm. which were stranded above uh, in the ice above yeah. the arctic circle 170 years ago right. so they're now doing Forensic examination of the material. And Francis was in charge of the very famous Franklin expedition, which is the biggest disaster in the history of exploration. And in shorthand terms, you had 129 men, two well stocked ships, and five years of supplies. They went into the Arctic and were never seen again. Wow.
0: So that's another story. But now, Tom Crean, in the time I have with you, um, uh, Tell me a little bit about him and how you've made this applicable to the school curriculum.
1: Well, it's just such a wonderful story, and it's true, uh, which helps. Most children's literature, as you probably know, is um, uh, is, is fictionalised, nothing wrong with that. But uh, it's a true story, and it's. I like to tell the stories um, uh, in my own way, and I like to tell stories about... Uh, ordinary people. So much of history is written about kings and queens, presidents and prime ministers, understandably so. But I'd like to tell the story of these dramatic expeditions through the eyes of the ordinary man. And Tom Crean was certainly that a farmer's son, semi-literate, and um, he rose to enormous standing and served on three expeditions to the Antarctic when pretty much nobody had been there. And he outlived all the famous characters like Scott and Shackleton. So he was a terrific character.
0: So how have you made this adaptable to schools then? What have you done?
1: Well, I wrote a children's adaptation of the... My adult book is called An Unsung Hero. And then my publisher very kindly persuaded me to... Uh, to write uh, a children's version of the book, and it became very, very popular. And um, it wasn't my decision to get it on the school's (laughs) curriculum. It just appeals. And I think the appeal is the power of the story. And it's also that, like I said, he's an ordinary guy. He, he wasn't a king, or, and he, he, he wasn't a president or a prime minister. Um, he was a, a farmer's son who became uh, a navy seaman and did all these extraordinary things. And the stories are captivating. You can't get away from it.
0: And the, the book actually prompted a, a statue to be erected in Kerry. What's the background?
1: Well, he, there's a statue to him. Uh, there's all sorts of things. You can even find an aeroplane crossing the Atlantic with Tom, Crane, Tom Crane's photograph on the tail fins. <clears throat> The, uh, there's been a, a big upsurge of interest. He's become something of a national icon. Right. Whereas if you go back 20 years, you, people would have said Tom who? We don't know who he is. We now heard. we do. Now we know. Yeah. Now we know. And I'm personally, I'm absolutely delighted to have brought him to the forefront. I'm hoping to do the same yeah with uh, with Francis Crozier at Imrama at the weekend, right. right so is it fair to say then that both Francis who you're working on now and
0: Tom have kind of stimulated widespread interest in polar exploration then
1: most certainly uh, one forgets that virtually all the expeditions that I write about to the Antarctic and the Arctic served under the British flag yeah. because they were essentially naval expeditions and the the era came to an end in 1922 by coincidence Um, and of course a lot of these people were either airbrushed out of history or were not regarded as heroes at the time because of their association with the british navy tom crean was one of them uh and um so they kind of disappeared off off the radar um and they became rather neglected figures so people like tom Ernest Shackleton, um, uh, Robert Ford, yeah. um, uh, the McCarthy brothers, they more or less disappeared, uh, yeah. o- o- off the radar. Okay. And, and I came along and, um, Rest is history. The ra- switch the radar on again. You are a political journalist. Would you
0: agree that we have the best view of any uh, seafaring county in the country? It's, I- it's looking a, it's out over your shoulder at moment. I, can, yeah. I, oh, oh, I just wish you could invite me back again because it's such a pleasure to be here. We will invite you back again, maybe for a political debate apart from a <laughs> writing one. Enjoy that, Michael. Thank you for taking time
1: to talk to us and good luck with the festival. It's been a pleasure.
0: Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.